Welcome to Victory Church Podcast. At Victory, we are committed to connecting people to God, His church and their purpose. For more information, visit victorychurch.net.au. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Awesome. Well, behind me you will have noticed a few chairs and a couple of stools and a table. And I thought we'd do something a little bit different tonight. As I've already mentioned, we had the privilege, at least some of us did, to travel over to Sydney and to be part of a church conference that Hillsong put on every year. Hillsong is in its 31st year as a church. They've been doing the conference just a few years under that. And what God has done through Brian and Bobby Houston uh, is, is nothing short of miraculous. And we're not in competition with any other church, least of all Hillsong. And I think one sign of maturity in the body of Christ is that we can celebrate other people's success. And I don't want to just celebrate the success of the Hillsong story. I want to go one step further and say, I don't think as a church, and I say that universally, I don't think we really understand what is taking place before our very eyes. God is exponentially blessing the Houston family and the Hillsong church in, in, in ways that supersede, I believe, certain revivals that we've heard about for years. And I do believe that we are watching history in the making. And uh, to be alive and witness it firsthand, to be able to be in meetings and, 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 and be under the ministry of such caliber men and women, I count a real privilege and a real honor. And, and I don't say that lightly. I came away thoroughly and utterly and totally blessed and mesmerized at the goodness of God and what He's doing through the Hillsong Church. And I thank God that uh, they are there to champion the cause of each local church. And I want you to know that though Brian has never been into this building and he's never spoken to our church, our church is richer for his sacrifice. Our church is better for their commitment and the way that they have forged a way forward. Every week we sing at least one of the Hillsong songs. And so this church is better blessed and enriched as a result of Brian and Bobby Houston and the Hillsong team. And I am very grateful. And, and I, I want you to know that church. I know there's a lot of rivalry amongst churches. And, 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 uh, but I do believe this. That I do believe that those walls are being broken down. And I want you to know, as a senior leader of this church, I celebrate the success of other churches. I celebrate the church of influencers just down the road. I think about uh, Edge Church and our friendship and relationship with them. And they've been a blessing to us. Our church would not be the church it is today without these other great men and women who have implemented and imp give us input after input after input. And so... What I thought we'd do tonight is not just hear from me and how blessed I have been, but get a handful of those that went away. I think all up from our church, there was anywhere between 20 and 30. I'm just finding out since I've got back that so-and-so was there and so-and-so was there. Toby said, I was there and I didn't even see him, but he was there. And, and so there's a number that were there that aren't going to be speaking tonight. But uh, I'm sure if you hang around in the cafe after, they will tell you their story as well. But what I have done is asked a, a few people to come up here. And uh, I'm going to ask them just to come up on stage now. So why don't we put our hands together for this incredible bunch of people. Got Ashley Bennett here. Come over here, Ash. Who's next? Stephen Hedrick. We've got uh, Nikki Austin. 
We have, uh, these are friends of ours from South Africa. I'll introduce you to those in a moment. We have Kath and Mitch and Benno. Is anyone else? Is that it? Fantastic. All right, grab a seat. We need, we need to even the numbers up. We need a number four over here. Oh, and Kathy Bennett's also going to be sharing. So fantastic. Awesome. Grab a seat. Awesome. I'm going to sit down again because I feel more distinguished and more intelligent. And I did bring my pipe today. No, I didn't. All right, so, so um, some of these guys are used to public speaking. Uh, probably the majority of them are not, and so they're going to need all the encouragement they can get. So some will speak a little bit longer, some will just get up and get off and, and all the rest of it, but whoever gets up here and sits in this chair, I want you to encourage them and, and bless them because it's not easy public speaking. So they reckon of all the things to do in the world, the most nerve-wracking thing in all the world is public speaking, which is, you know, which is, you know crazy because it's something I love doing, but uh, for the majority, who here hates public speaking? Yeah, so many hands. So, so, so you've got to think about, if you were sitting in this chair, how much support and love that you would want, okay? So we're going to give them all the support and all the love we can possibly muster. So what I thought we'd do, to get the uh, evening off to a great start, is ask our operations manager, Ashley Bennett, to come to the stall. So why don't you come up here, mate? Everybody say, hi, Ashley. Hey, church. How you doing? You work at the church? I work at the church. How long have you been working at the church? Eight and a half years. Really? You've been working at the church? Yeah, it's a bit scary, hey? Wow. Is that true? Yep. You're not lying? I'm not lying. Wow. You owe me long service leave pro rata. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate. Oh, I just ruined my night. Anyway, <laughs> eight and a half years. Cool. And what is it you do in the church? I'm now the operations manager. I've been in that role for nearly 18 months. And prior to that, I uh, oversaw all the finances of the church. Fantastic. Ashley does a brilliant job. And much of what he does is behind the scenes. So I just want to say thanks publicly for all the work you do. Ashley's one of those guys who never pushes himself forward. And so even in asking him to come to Hillsong, he said, are you sure you want me to go? Because I've got plenty to do here. I said, mate, you'll always have plenty to do here. I would love you and your wife to come uh, and uh, just be blessed. And so they did. And you were blessed. So why don't you just tell us about something that you got out of Hillsong. That'd be great. Sure. Abs look, Hillsong was an absolute blessing. It really was. But at the same time, it's a huge stretch. It, re it really is. And you, you, I don't know, for anyone that's been there, I came away feeling a bit punch drunk. We had heard that much good stuff in a very compressed amount of time with very little time to process. And so you came away reeling from the, the amount of information, the amount of revelation, um, which was amazing, really. I got so much out of it. I got stuff out of it for me personally, which, to be honest with you, I'm not going to share because I still have to work that one out and work it through. And so that's just a bit hard. Uh, but what I do want to share with you is a session that I did sit in, which was uh, with Stephen Furtick. And uh, he did a session called Called But Conflicted. And that's been pretty much the story of my journey here at the church. <laughs> nearly, nearly 18 months ago, I sat in a, a meeting where the eldership got me in and sat me around a table and said, you know what, we think you can do the ops role. And I swallowed my tongue and said, sure, let's give it a crack. And that was pretty much it. It was not a, I'm the man for the job. It was, I don't know if I'm the man for the job, but let's give it a crack and let's see where we land. Right. Now, when you do that, there's obviously the call of God on your life, 
but there's a confliction that still happens inside you because there's insecurity that rises up. There's doubt in your own ability. It's, you're just unsure as to whether you can even do the job. And the reality is, is that you, you grow into the role. How do you do that? Through a lot, of, a lot of stress, a lot of tension, and a lot of stretch that happens. And one thing that I know is that when you're under that tension, when you're in that stretch, the first thing you want to do is bail. And I'll gladly tell you, that thought has gone through my mind plenty of times. It's too hard. I can't do this. I'm not gifted enough. Um, That place sucks, to be honest with you. But the reality is, is that you're only going to grow into the person and into your calling by going through it. And that's, that's the hard bit. One of the things that um, Stephen Furtick, one of the points that he made was uh, beware of the tension of value and vulnerability. When I take my cars to a, to a shopping centre, I'm pretty confident that they're going to be there when I get back because they're not that valuable, to be honest with you. <laughs> if I owned a Ferrari and I took that to the shopping centre, especially seen as Kathy and myself have just moved to the northern suburbs, <laughs> I would be a little bit more concerned as to what that looked like. And again, you've probably been in a cafe and the Ferrari is parked right at the front door because the guy that's there wants to do two things. He wants to, first of all, show off that he's got a Ferrari. Second of all, he wants to keep an eye on it. And so the reality is, is that where there's great value, there's also a vulnerability there that occurs as well. Um, 2 Timothy 1.14 says, Guard the good deposit that was entrusted to you. Guard it with the help of the Holy Spirit who lives in us. The reality is, is that the church, and I, I firmly believe this, the church is the hope of the world. In every Christian is God himself. You have the most valuable thing in this world in you. And where there's that value, there is going to be a vulnerability. And so the only thing that uh, I'd really like to leave you with is it's so key to make sure that you guard what is in you. Guard God in you. It's why your, your, your personal life is so important. And again, just a couple of months ago, we did the Behind the Scenes series. So if, if that slipped out the back of your mind, I strongly suggest you get it back into the front because it's the way that we guard that good thing that God has put in us. And so I guess the, the, the main thought that I'd really like to leave you with is the next time you feel inadequate, the next time you feel under the pump, the next time you feel vulnerable, just remember that it might be because the value that God has put on you and that God has put in you. Wow. That's great. I got a new role for you. How about adding to the list of financial officer and operations manager? How about preacher? You so should not have done that well. Let's put our hands together for Ashley. Come up here, Mitch. Come on, Mitch. Of course you'd put me after Ashley. Oh. 
Yeah, but you, you don't have to do that long. Yeah, it's, okay. it's really not that long. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, what? I was sitting behind stage before and I saw mum get her notes out. She started scrolling. like <laughs> She had enough to cover more than just one page. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so what have, so you, what have you got there? Three words? I wish. I got like... Okay. <laughs> says, I love mummy and daddy. <laughs> it does. Why don't you tell everyone who you are? My name is Mitch. Nice to meet you. And um, uh, my takeaway thought... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Your name's Mitch, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, what about your parents? Any, uh, who are they? Um. Barry. <laughs> Barry. Barry's his dad and Neeson's his mum. Yeah. Um, so my dad is... Um, Tony, I don't know if you know him, but this is this is Tony, and um, and there's Mum over there. Mum is Kath. And how old I'm, are you? I'm 14 years 14. old. 14. You got uh, two sisters. Where are you placed in the pecking order? Are you the oldest, middle, or? I'm the middle. The middle. S stuck in the middle. How do you feel about that? Oh, I get over it. You get. <laughs> <laughs> and and why don't you tell everyone what you did on uh, Friday night, having got back from Hillsong? What did you do on Friday night? Oh, um, I got the opportunity to um. Playing stage at youth with um, a bunch of other young fellas. It was good. And what did you play? Guitar. Guitar, cool. Paul knows. Fantastic. He's all over it. That's awesome. <laughs> That's awesome, awesome, awesome. The guys and girls uh, that lead our youth are working with our younger guys to get a youth band up. And Mitchie and some of the guys and girls had their very first band session in front of the youth uh, on Friday night. So I'm really proud of you and I'm proud of the guys and girls that are part of that. So come on, let's put our hands together for them. Awesome, well done. Good job. Okay, Hillsong, came uh, away with us. Yeah, well, my highlight came from the Thursday night where um, Carl Lentz spoke a word about Psalm 63, uh, 23, uh, and he basically said that... Um, the Lord is our shepherd, which by default makes us sheep. And um, uh, a point that he made that I really liked uh, was the fact that sheep don't strive. Um, and you'll never, you'll never see a sheep uh, jump on sheepstagram and start comparing themselves with others. <laughs> and, um, you know, you never, uh, you'll never have them saying how bad the other, uh, someone else looks, how uh, their selfie's not up to standard of theirs because they spent three hours on hair and makeup beforehand you know how it is there we go um <laughs> yeah well you know uh you spend longer than that yeah you and do. then i then i take it and say oh I just woke up you know <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah uh sheep really they don't worry about their social status or what they look like to others they certainly, Dad, don't worry about how many followers they have. Um, they do... <laughs> uh, although they don't focus on how many followers they have, they do focus on who they're following. Um, and if you went on a sheep's Instagram, it would say zero followers and one following. And um, that follower, uh, following would be Jesus. And... Um, as we need to be more like sheep in the fact that we just uh, follow Jesus and that's all that we need to do because he's our shepherd. Um, we don't need to be caught up in, um, you know, all the things of the world that people, um, sorry, that the world says that we need to be caught up and focused on.
Um, so yeah, all we need to do is just keep our eyes on God and follow him. Wow. Carl Lentz may have gave you some of those thoughts, but I think you preached it just as well, mate. Yeah, Let's so put our hands together for Mitchie. <laughs> well done, my friend. Grab a seat. Who should we have next? Who should we have next? I don't know. Steve. Steve. Come up here, Steve. Why don't you tell everyone who you are? I'm Stephen. From America. Uh, how long have you been in Australia? Uh, just been four years now. And how long have you been on staff here? Um, I contracted to the church for two years, and now I've been on staff for two years. Cool. In the first two years that you were contracted, where were you? I was actually at Hillsong. So I studied at Hillsong College for two years, uh, learning um, TV and media while I was there. And now I'm here. <laughs> did you come over to learn TV and media, or did something else happen? No, I actually came over to learn production and I enrolled into a wrong course, and next thing you know, I'm in TV media, thinking it was going to be TV and production, but it was just TV and more TV. <laughs> and so, so yeah, I just, um, a housemate actually was like, um, I think you should stick into this, because when it comes to Hillsong Conference, you'll be cleaning toilets if you're on the worship pathway, so you should probably stick in TV, so you'd get more of an opportunity to do stuff. So I was like, yeah, I'll just stick in TV. <laughs> I think that's amazing. I want you to catch something here because uh, it was a mistake that's actually got him on a path where he's being a real blessing to our church. All the uh, videos you saw tonight and the church news, uh, this man is responsible for that. And he left America not to do that at all. And yet here he is doing something that's really blessed us as a local church. So God has an incredible way of sneaking up on us. Okay, go. Give it on. Major point. No. So what was your highlight for the uh, conference? Um, well, Friday, um, we got to sing the national anthem in, for America since the 4th of July. I reckon that was probably my highlight. That's awesome. <laughs> Hang on, what is that? I hear America calling you home. <laughs> is there anything else you got out of Hillsong Conference? Yeah, um, well, it was Friday night, actually, um, when my revelation did come. But like, since it was my first time, I actually got to go as a delegate. Um, every other Hillsong conference I was there, um, I served, and it was just kind of, it was a bit frustrating not knowing like what was going on, because usually I know what's going on in all the services, where the cameras are at, where, what's going on, and um, you know, it was, it was a bit confusing for me at first, but um, Robert Madu spoke in the final session saying, um, talking about seasons, uh, years, and, and days in your life, and it really just stuck with me saying that um, you got seasons in your life that where, you know, there's like a wall in front of you, and you're like trying to climb this wall, and you get to the top of it, and you're like, oh, great, there's another bigger wall in front of me, and I'm like, you know, because that it just seems like ever since I've been here at the church, it's like, oh, another season, here we go, oh, there's another freaking big wall I have to climb, and, uh, you know, it's just actually good just to get to a top of a wall and and be like, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like the story of my life, like walls after walls after walls. But no, um, you get to the top of a wall and you just like sit there and you actually, if you just take a second and like look behind you, you're like, wow, I actually like come up a long way. There's like a massive wake behind me and, and um, rejoice in that moment and, you know, and work your way towards the next wall because in every season that you're in, there is a burden and a beauty to it. So, um, and that's what, that's what Robert Badu spoke about. And, you know, 
you know, seasons come and seasons go, but if you just take the time and, and, and read the word, you know, Jesus's word never changes. And, and, you know, that just stays the same when all the chaos and everything else is going around you, just stick to that. And, you know, you'll just keep on climbing that wall, making it, making it, making it, making it, and keep going till you get to the next wall, take a second, look around, rejoice in that, and then just keep going. So, yeah. Fantastic. Isn't that great? I can really testify to the growth of this young man. Uh, he's been with us four years, and, and, and in some respects, it has been a long season for him because he's had to make a lot of changes, you know, just to adapt to Aussie culture and obviously a new role and a new job and a new season in his life. But, but he's, he's done the hard yards. Mm. And uh, probably one of the highlights for me uh, this year in watching his life was when we did a trip to Geelong recently where we went to be a blessing to another church and he got to speak to some of the young guys in their church who were overseeing media and he, this, the, the, the smile on his face, the glint in his eye as he was able to download all the stuff that he'd learned over the last four years into this young uh, boy's life and see this young boy give the same look that Stephen's had on his face many times like... <laughs> And I said to Steve, I said, you've been on the receiving end and now the giving end, which is more fun? He said, it's far more fun on the giving end. I said, well, you never would have had that opportunity to be on the giving end if you hadn't received in the first place. So well done to you. Love what God is doing in your life and through you. You're a real blessing to us. Thank you, Steve. Where's Nikki Austin? Come up here, Nikki. Right, fan club. It's your family up there. There we go. Cool. They, they came with you yeah, they to conference. Yeah. Why don't you tell everyone who you are? I'm Nikki Austin, and yeah, <laughs> that's about it. Okay, hi, hello, Nikki Austin. Uh, obviously, you've been in the church for how long? Uh, this will be four oh, well, years. Three years. I haven't do. been counting. They don't know. Just say Clearly. anything. <laughs> three years? Three years. Fantastic. Yeah. Three years. And you're part of the worship team here? Yes. At the yes. church? Fantastic. You went to Hillsong? Yes. You went a couple of years ago with us as well? Yeah. Got so fun. blessed you thought fun. you'd come back again? Yeah, definitely. Fantastic. Yeah. Do you want to share a highlight? Yeah. Um, so on the Monday night, um, Stephen Furtick um, spoke about a message about removing your veil. And um, it just, it really just sets your heart for the entire conference. You were just like... He spoke about um, different veils like self-consciousness during worship. You're more concerned about what other people think about you than you're actually worshipping God. Um, he spoke about um, you moving on like you're living in the past. You've got to move on from the past. And there were other ones like just posting perfection. And he just spoke about how is that helping anyone? How is that? And he did a few flip-ups of Pinterest and like Pinterest fails. Um, yeah, it was good. Um, and um, so from that, um, he just said, don't, pre like, God can't bless who you pretend to be. And so um, he was just, he's like, remove your veil, just remove it. And um, whatever it is in your life, it might be something different, you, it just could be whatever. And he just kind of, you just thought about it and then, um, and then you can move into what God has in store for you, the fullness of what God has for you. So it kind of just set you up for the start of the conference. Um, but the best thing that happened was on the final night during um, the worship time, and it was, um, it was just kind of being a, a recap from a couple of weeks ago um, when we were at our worship um, team meeting where we came together. And it was just, um, we were just to sing out in free worship and 
um, I was just singing some words and I didn't know what exactly they were. And then I just approached my worship leader, um, Elise, and she said just to um, pray about a certain pray about it. It was um, tongues and um, I was praying about it that I would just um, receive the gift. And then um, on the final night of conference in just this free worship time, um, God said to me, speak in tongues. And the next minute, like I was gifted with tongues and my tongue was going a million miles an hour. And I just can't describe the feeling. It was just so unreal. And he just revealed himself to me in a whole different level and I just experienced him in such a new way and I just want to encourage you tonight that if you pray and you believe it you will receive it wow great that's awesome I never knew that that's fantastic thank you Nikki I really really appreciate that Uh, how about we get one of our South Africans up here let's get uh, let's get Catherine up come on Catherine This is Catherine. Everyone say hi to Catherine. <laughs> Catherine's not from around here. So, Catherine, you've got to tell us where you're from. Shame. I'm from... Say shame. Oh, shame. Oh, shame. That's something we <laughs> South Africans say a lot. I got ripped off a lot about it this last week. I'm from South Africa, Johannesburg, and I'm sure many of you know um, Craig and Andy. They came to celebrate your birthday with you not so long ago, the church's birthday. Well, we come from their church, and yeah, it's wonderful to be here. And for me, it's what's even more wonderful is because we've heard so much about you guys, and it's so wonderful to come and experience it firsthand, just your, your creativity, your warmth, your passion, your excitement. It's, it's awesome. You guys are you guys rock. Fantastic. <laughs> give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah, give yourselves a round of applause. Because <laughs> we rock, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. And you're married to this man over here. What's his name? And his name is A.D., or as his new nickname. You guys like to give nicknames to, like, everything, I've realized. That's something Australian. Lemonade or Terminator. <laughs> so his name's Adrian I thought they call him Aidy. I thought we can do better than Aidy. so we're going to start a petition if you can come up with a better name than Lemonade or the Terminator or whatever the case may be we're looking for nicknames for Adrian to go back home with mm. uh, obviously you're, you're over here for conference mm. um, and uh, also you wanted to be part of the church mm. um, so why don't you tell us uh, having been to conference your highlight great well um One big thing that stood out for me was, I mean, you often hear these stories about these uh, big churches doing great things for God, and the reputation, you know, is worldwide. You just see amazing things. And what I realized in the the conference is that we just sometimes see the highlights real. Because you look at them, and you're like, oh, I want those things. God, why can't you do that with us and our lives, personally and in the church? And and those are just the highlights reels. And we got to um, hear some of the guys talking on in panel discussions and just being open and vulnerable about their, their life journeys. And just realizing that um, there's so much unseen faithfulness, perseverance, courage that has gone on behind the scenes that nobody knows about, but that we all get to, to walk in the blessing of. And I was, just, I was just so encouraged by that, just... Their long obedience in the same direction is blessing so many people, and, and I want to I wanna live like that. I want to walk that way. Mm. Fantastic. Mm. That's awesome. And is there anything else you're hoping to mm. get out of your time here in Australia? Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I really want to see a kangaroo and a koala bear. <laughs> 
Look, there's one. It's like you missed it. Um, yeah, I just um, got so many ideas just watching how you, you guys uh, meet together and the, your, um, the way that you do life and church together. Just so inspired. Really want to get some ideas to take back to South Africa. We can learn so much from you guys. Yeah. Fantastic. Mm. Thank you, Catherine. Thank I appreciate you. that. Awesome. Adrian, you may as well come up straight off the back of your wife. That'd be fantastic. This is AD or Adrian or Lemonade or the Terminator. Uh, Terminator sounds good. You like Terminator? I do. Okay, cool. Terminator it is. I'm not going to argue with you. Uh, fantastic. Awesome. So we know you're from South Africa. We know you're from Craig and Andy's church. We know you're over here on a little bit of a uh, bit of R&R, &R, but obviously a look, learn and see uh, time. So you went to Hillsong. Uh, got any highlights? Well, I do. I have quite a few highlights. And so, um, firstly, just Craig and Andy send their regards and greetings from South Africa. They say they miss you guys. They love this church. Every time they come here, they just have so much to say about it. So they send their greetings. But for me, Hillsong was amazing. I was blown away by the kind of like the performances they put on before and after. They do a lot of amazing things. But for me, there was such a depth in the church. And I was inspired by that because... So often I know Hillsong is a church that sings songs, like I've never seen the other side of them because I've never really been um, uh, kind of involved in these situations, but just to see the depth in them. But one thing that really inspired me was Stephen Furtick on the first night. He didn't really preach on this verse. He read this verse and kind of mentioned on it. He, it's out of Corinthians and he says, because of this hope that we have, we are really bold. And there's something stirring in that. And he says, because of the hope that we carry, we as followers of Christ can be really bold. This, the hope in the gospel. And the whole theme of the, the evening, were, or the whole conference was no other name that, than the name of Jesus. And I went to one of the sessions with Carl Lentz. He leads Hillsong um, in New York. And he was just talking about how we need to occupy our streets with the gospel of Jesus. And he says, we can be so confident because it doesn't matter if you're a student unemployed, you can walk up to a millionaire because you still got more than they have because of the gospel of Jesus Christ in you. The hope of, 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 of the world is in us, which is Jesus. And I think I was just so inspired by that, thinking, actually, I have no excuse. I can be so bold. I can go to a person who is married to falling apart, someone who has everything in the world, somebody who's, um, who's absolutely broken. I don't need to be intimidated by any situation because I have Christ in me and He can bring life in any situation. And so that for me was just, okay, come on, let's do this. We, we, there's nothing to hold us back because of who Christ is and what He can accomplish in us. So I was blessed by that. So. Fantastic. Isn't that awesome? You like that? Encouraged. Uh, obviously, in the next few days that you have in Australia, anything you're hoping to see or do? Um, well, I am. You were talking about R and R. Um, I haven't had any of that any at the moment, so I'm hoping to get some good chill time, relaxed time. Because I think at conference you get so much in your head and all that kind of stuff. So it's good to kind of relax. I know we might do some wine tasting, something cool. I'll, I enjoy my red wine. Um, and so I, I'm looking forward to that. I'm just trying to drop some hints here while I'm on stage, so it's on re record. But um, I have seen a kangaroo before, because I have been to Australia before, so i hopefully find a, a kangaroo for my wife. Um, that'll be pretty cool, but otherwise, I'm just... You know I'm you can't sure. take them home, you know that. Can't you? No. Okay. 
Well, if you do, let me know. Okay, awesome. That'll be cool. That'll be brilliant. <laughs> So yeah, I'm 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 just looking forward to seeing. I haven't seen Adelaide or anything. I haven't seen much of Australia on this trip. All I've seen is my hotel, the train station, and the conference centre. So it's going to be pretty cool to see. Right, some so more. we'll we'll uh, we'll make an itinerary. We'll get you to the Brossa Valley, and uh, that's it, really, in Adelaide. <laughs> <laughs> we love Adelaide. It's awesome. Fantastic. Cool. Brilliant. All right, let's put our hands together for Adrian, Kathy Bennett. Why don't you come up here? This is Ashley Bennett's better half, Kathy. Say hello to Kathy. It seemed every other Hi. girl on the trip was a Catherine or a Kathy or a Kath. So here's another Kathy. Yes, I Excellent. am. Excellent. What's it like to be married to Ash? It's great. He's sitting right there. I can't say anything. Good answer. Else. Good awesome. answer. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> it's wonderful. Wouldn't have it any other way. You're amazing. Fantastic. Obviously, you came to Hillsong. Yes. And. And you it enjoyed was it? Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I reckon it was the best. Uh, we've been going to Hillsong Conference off and on now for I don't know how many years. I don't know how many we've been to, but it's been a lot. Um, but I reckon this one was a real standout for me. Um, just personally, uh, God really got hold of me and spoke to me um, more clearly, probably, than He ever has before. Um, and just got a lot of guidance, you know, as far as next steps and all that kind of thing. So, um, you know what, for you guys, uh, if you've never been, I'd encourage you just to try and get there at least once in your life. Um, it's like what Tone's been saying about Winter Project coming up for you youth guys. Um, it's a great chance just to submerge yourself in God, in 